Wednesday evening in the big story on Action News tonight, Drake's penis. <laughs> Drake's penis is alive. Very large. And it is well, and it may be fake. It may be fake. I, I don't know, but it could be fake. Um, Drake's penis has been circulating uh, the Delaware Valley and, in fact, the world. And also Toby Keith dead at 56, 62, whatever. 62. Can, can so, you believe can you believe Drake's big dick to overshadow Toby Keith? Not death? for me. That's crazy. Like, dude, if I'm if I'm Toby Keith, I am absolutely pissed the fuck off. Well, he's dead. This all right. If I'm Toby Keith's wife, after I admire, you know, Drake's penis, I'm pissed off about it. I'm like, you know what? Toby was a great guy. His whole old cup politics probably not so good, but you know, <laughs> Toby Keith was not a good guy. Well, I don't know. He was dude. a good. He was a good musician. You we'll know, put it that Toby way. Keith yeah. made it okay to be xenophobic in the mid 2000s Okay, dude, I can't even spell that word. There's an X in it. Whatever, dude. <laughs> I'm not fantasizing over anybody's penis. I'm just gonna put that out. Oh, well, I'm not either. Well, but, only Seamus is. But uh, no one, okay, you gotta have well, admiration. Actually, Vince definitely is. Vince gotta have admiration. Is. Vince is a big Drake guy. Yeah, I mean. That thing happened. There were a lot of memes on my on my page on my for you uh, Twitter or whatever. That was yesterday. It. And I yeah, and I saw some memes and I was laughing at them. And I look in the comments and there's the video. Yeah. So I um, yeah, sure, dude. My way to see Show it. us your search like, history. Okay. What am I gonna do now? Lie and say that it isn't an objectively huge cock? Now I admit that this is my fault for starting the show with <laughs> uh, Drake's penis. I'm but, sorry, it's not but gay like, to say that. I, I, I had to see it. I don't want to like talk about this anymore. I I, I did it as a bit, and I know knowing a guy in the, like Vince because he's already done it in group chats. He like all he does is talk about it. It's fucking yeah. weird. He's obsessed with it. It's very strange. But um, I think you might need to say therapist lies. about that, Vince. Not the uh, such, suicidal such thoughts, lies but <laughs> and slander. Well, I might take you guys to the Supreme Court. All right, we'll court. talk about that at the towards the end of the show. But um, the Supreme Court. The reason why we're gathered here today. <laughs> And I'm talking as if I'm doing a eulogy because, you know, way too many people have died lately and it's just been <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of a bummer to say the least. But uh, <laughs> it's been a bummer. It, my life has been a bummer lately and, uh, you know, very depressing, very melancholy. So um, I, I, don't, I don't want a lot of drinking. <laughs> I, I don't. Well, that's no different. But I don't. You're drinking. For, I'm drinking for different <laughs> reasons now. And it's very dark and depressing and eerie. But anyway. <laughs> So all that this being is a said, cry for help. <laughs> the, the vibes have not been immaculate lately. So I don't want to talk about uh, the Eagles, of course. I don't want to talk about the Sixers either, although we will get into them a little bit later because, you know, you have to. But I, I want to try to be an optimistic guy today. I want to try to, like, get the vibes corrected with the podcast, with my life, with my mental health, with, you know, my mental health. And so I, what better way to get me ready uh, to be happy once again? <laughs> Then spring training beginning soon. We are a week away from pitchers and catchers reporting. And truck day. The truck left today, yep. Truck day. So, I mean, listen, man. I'm excited about this Phillies team. There's a lot to talk about. Dave Dombrowski was on with uh, Jody Cameron, John Ritchie, on uh, WIP today. Dave Dombrowski is alive? He is, in fact, alive. Yeah, you didn't see. They claimed an outfielder. (laughs) No, the pitcher. I don't even fucking know who this guy is, actually. I want to get into that a little bit because I was on the, like, near, like, well, yesterday I was on this train. Um, And when I woke up this morning, I was on the train of, hey, listen, I'm kind of upset with the Phillies (laughs) offseason because, you know, nothing has happened. Except for bringing Aaron Nola back, which you know I don't consider that an that's, that's addition. That's like a, almost a step backwards. Well, yeah, well. Seamus, and, and, and there's also addition by subtraction in the form of Reese Hoskins being gone. And, uh, and we it's, never got to talk about that on this podcast. And it's good news um, all around, I think, for both parties. I think Reese Hoskins, there's no, he doesn't have a fit here. Obviously, we've been over that. 
I think he's going to do well in Milwaukee. He's such a brewer. I, I know, nah, like, he's a, a, he's a Cub, but he's a brewer. <laughs> what the fuck's the difference oh between God, the Cubs dude, and the you, Brewers? Yeah, well, different by, colors, like, different cities. See, That's it. They're the I same thing. See, I can see Reese in a Cubs uniform. Yeah. Feels, that feels right. I feel like a brewer, a brewer's uni feels right as well. as a Padre. He's, dude, he's going to mash. Yeah, him and uh, Garrett Cooper. <laughs> his, his, his twin. His bald twin, Garrett Cooper. See, I always, I always marveled at the fact that you were obsessed with Garrett Cooper, but you hated Reese. I love the Coop. Big fan of the Coop. <laughs> but they're the same. They're not, dude. Garrett Cooper's <laughs> at least fun, and he's not annoying, and he doesn't have a cult following like Reese Hoskins does. But if he well, if he came here the same know. way Reese did, you know, he might have. Maybe. But that's, you know, that we're playing hypotheticals here. Uh, I, I don't like that. But, like, I, I'm, not, I'm no longer mad at Dave Dombrowski for not making uh, significant roster moves this year. He explained it pretty well today. And, I mean, this team really does not have any glaring holes on paper. We saw what happened in the playoffs last year. There was a lot of um, uh, needing a contact hitter because, obviously, this lineup is feast or famine because they're all pretty much power hitters outside of a few. So, yeah, that's one need is a contact is the bullpen hitter. not a, not a maybe a hole? No, I, I think, the, I think they have one of the best bullpens in the National League, like, on paper, easily. Easily. On paper, yes. Take a look at that bullpen. Jose Alvarado is a dog. He had a one seven four ERA last year or something ridiculous like that. Gregory Soto's like numbers are there. He was just and Matt Gell put it uh, perfectly in the athletic previewing the uh, pitching situation. Um, he was just prone to meltdowns, which I mean that's mostly on like him being unlucky throughout the course of the year. That also seems like majority of our bullpen though. Sure. And obviously Craig Kimbrell carried them through the first half of last season. He was an all-star. People and then are going to busted. People are going to shit on him because he had a rough second half and I mean, he didn't put himself in those playoff games. Uh just remember that. But he kept that team and the bullpen kept that team in the race when they were floundering uh to begin the season last year. So, no, I don't think the bullpen is of uh, immense concern. Would I like another guy, like another another guy to have out there? Sure, but you you got to remember guys like Hoffman who are. I mean, he was an absolute dog yeah. last year. And if he like, I don't know if it's fair to anticipate him replicating what he did last year. I think that might be nearly impossible, especially considering he's a Philly. Uh, yeah, and we can never really hitters. have nice things. But but fuck all hitters. Um, yeah, is, true. Is, is, <laughs> Big is, facts. Is the guy that... Is the guy that committed vehicular manslaughter still on the roster? Uh, he was Bilotti. just designated for assignment. Oh, he's gone. Okay. So Bilotti's gone. A, a big spring. Uh, this is a big spring for one Connor Brogdon. All right, he's he's out of minor league <laughs> options. How, how have we not like gotten rid of him? Though? Keep in mind though, like he's had like he's had success. He's shown in, flashes, in a Phillies uniform. Like, he uh, he had a great run in the playoffs uh, during that magical World Series run a couple years ago, and he was great on the biggest stages and the biggest moments. So, I mean, that guy's got a lot of potential. He's very, very thin. Very thin. Like, shockingly thin, <laughs> which annoys me. But uh, he was injured last year. Uh, he's He's got to have a big spring training uh, to really make the team because he's out of minor league options. So it's kind of like a must-compete for him. Uh, so I think that he could be an outlier. Like, I mean, a, uh, a dark horse candidate to have a big year for the Phils. Uh, keep in mind, like I said, Alvarado is a guy that's been pretty solid. Uh, sure. Soto's I, a guy that's been pretty solid as well. I got it. This is more of a general point. 
as not as much as a Phillies point, but I just got to say, like, talking baseball, sitting here, like, really talking baseball for, like, the first time uh, in this upcoming, like, cycle. And I just got to say that it feels so good, man. It does. Just to know, just to know that it's, like, really close and we're getting there. And if no, if for no other reason than the fact that we're in the middle of February, which is, like, the shittiest, like, weather month ever, I'm just ready for baseball and spring and summer. I'm just so excited. For I'm that. so ready, dude. I'm, I'm so ready to be back at the bank, man. I'm so ready to listen to Dance on My Own again. Oh, man. See, that's another thing. <laughs> <No, debate. laughs> Fuck no. you. That was another Why? question um, asked to Dombrowski by Joe DeCamera today. He said, Are you fucking serious? <laughs> he said, Are you in favor of Dancing on My Own making a comeback in 2024? And he said, Listen, they're not going to listen to me and what I say. He said, I like the song. But, you know, that's going to be ultimately up to the players, which isn't true. It's going to be up to college, wherever, in my opinion. But um, we'll see what happens. I mean, remember, he brought it back last year literally out of nowhere. Yeah. It, it, when they were in the middle of a losing streak. Yeah, in a road trip it, in Washington. Yeah, for a while there, it looked like it was going to be believed by Cher. So, yeah, that would have been a disaster. Um, <laughs> that would have been an absolute Yeah, that would have been a DS loss, bro. Yeah, oh, dude. First round <laughs> exit. Marlins sweep that series <laughs> easily. Uh, no Stoddy Grand Slam in that one. But, uh, yeah, not the biggest Cher guy. I will say that um, at all. I guess you don't believe in love, life after love. Uh, I don't even know what that means. All I know is that song was played during gym class, like my entire tenure. Oh, so you just have like PTSD in grade school? Oh, dude, it was horrible, dude. It was just That's like, weird. and I we had to run. Even... We had to run until that song was over, and it was just annoying. It it didn't that does jack- sound pretty fucking. It was horrible. horrible. <laughs> All I hear is her horrendous voice. It's, she sounds like a man. Like let's just be honest with that. I figured, that. I figured Shavis, when you were in grade school, that like pro- they were probably playing like the hits of that like era, and that would be like the Beatles. Like, oh yeah, that's that's real uh, unique because I'm the oldest person here by like a year and a half, bro. You're so <laughs> funny. Like I'm always labeled as the old guy in the room. You are, but I'm really not. You're a boomer. Yeah, I'm. I'm not, dude. Like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, you can't say shit to me because I'm full of youth. I'm real youthful. Yeah, dude. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm just full of calm. The same. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on to this show? Not, we are so bad. I'm full of, full of boyish wonder. From the nosebleeds. So, so you're back, full of calm too. <laughs> and I'm gonna come. Half, half of that. But getting back to the Phillies bullpen, um, Vince, uh, I'm not worried about the bullpen. I think another arm is needed, sure, but, you know, whatever. Uh, the bullpen's fine. The rotation is, honestly, another guy that has to have a big year, Taiwan Walker. He's already on slippery ice with uh, the organization, in my opinion. And Dombrowski... Isn't it all ice slippery? Yeah, sure. But uh, this is really slippery ice. I mean, this is like the type of ice that you don't want to go goddamn near. All right? And I can relate, and I know, I know about ice. I think I think Seamus meant thin ice. Thin ice. Yeah, yeah. He's on thin ice with you. <laughs> <laughs> Seamus was thinking of the uh, hit Seamus album, got, Slippery yeah. When Wet. No, no, Seamus got the phrases on thin ice <clears throat> and uh, slippery slope, and he fused them into one. <laughs> That's what I slippery did, Slippery ice. <laughs> Listen, I'm a little rusty, dude. It's been a while since I've done this, okay? I've been at funerals and shit, you know? So, you know what I mean? So, just leave me alone. No, I don't. Yeah, I'll cut you some slack. My bad. Yeah, thanks, man. But uh, I'm just, like, leave it to me to be. This is a fucking disaster. But leave it to me to be the guy that tries to get the show back on track. That might be a first. T- it's just first we're time ever. The Phillies. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason you, you guys are going to sabotage. Meanwhile, I have to listen to Vince and Pat talk about like Jalen Brown for breaking down like Jalen Brown for three well, hours in the middle of basketball season. 
And uh, Why you know, would I ever talk about Jalen Brown? Talking about Vic Fangio's dick and shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know no, his D fence. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking dick. I thought you were talking about his dick the whole time. <laughs> Every time somebody says Vic Fangio's D, yeah, he really leaves it out. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, bro. They always talk about it in a sexual all, it's way. It's out on the field all the time. You know, <laughs> he's always got that thing out. I mean, and he's. he's his D inspired others. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's got inspirational. <laughs> you could say D. he's very similar to Drake, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah. Influential D that Banjo has. Influential. Well, that's that's something else, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I, I hope we're still talking about defense here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah of course. Uh, Ty, um, I don't know what else you're. Referring where, where's your dirty mind going, Ty? You got to get your mind out of the gutter, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, from Vic Fangio's dick to uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, the defense. The, the D. <laughs> Speaking of defense, uh, Johan Rojas is apparently going to get the starting center fielder's job. Like, if See, he, he has like be a on my list of decent, most important Phillies this year. Yeah, let's just do that now. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, Johan Rojas, number one for me. So, each of us was supposed <clears throat> to get a top three most important for the 2024 season Phillies, like Phillies player, the, the top three that are most important to the team's success this year. And, uh, Mine's kind of interesting, but let let let's have Pat. So we already know Johan Rojas is on your list. Yeah, I mean, like he just he needs to prove that he belongs in a batter's box. Yeah, he's proven that his defense is great. Love his defense. He just needs to prove that he can hit with the big leagues. Like, obviously, he skipped AAA last year, came straight up. So like that's like whatever. But like you just need like you can't have him in those big spots where everybody's like, should we put Jake Cave in? Yeah, and that, Jake Cave also fucking sucks. That <laughs> was the most like Mickey Mouse three hundred batting average I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I think things just kind of ratcheted up a little bit during the playoffs, and he just couldn't he couldn't get himself to be ready for the moment. Yeah, like, it's just and that's like, tough. I mean, he's a fucking rookie at that point. Like his situation's weird because like if he makes the opening day roster, which I assume he will, mm-hmm. um, he automatically becomes the best defensive center fielder in the game, arguably, like right away. Yeah. So I mean, there's value in that, like knowing being a Phillies fan. Yeah, you just don't want a black hole at the nine. Yeah, the no, nine of course not. But it's like defensively going from Odubel Herrera, who choked uh, mm-hmm. in the Venezuelan league, by the way. Like this, I think they had like a championship or a playoff thing going on this past week, and he just choked, choked, choked in the biggest moments. Um, that's what he does. Yeah, that's what he does. And he also like beats the hell out of his yeah. lovers and yeah. stuff. So yeah. <laughs> Yep, uh, good think, old Odubel. So if you go from Odubel Herrera in center field to Johan Rojas in center field. Yeah, I mean, like, you're going from a guy that almost dropped a uh, no-hitter ball. Yeah, I mean, he, he wanted to ruin Cole Hamels' no-hitter so bad. <laughs> he was like, I hate Hollywood. Yeah, I hate Hollywood, bro. But, no, I mean, like, he's he's obviously important to the team defensively. The The biggest question mark with him right now is what is his hitting going to look like? Give me a 230 batting average. <clears throat> No, I don't. I don't care about the batting average. I think he's he'll his average. I think will be fine. It's just actually getting hits when we need them. Yeah. It's situational hitting more than anything. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great if he like blossomed into like a three hundred hitter. Yeah. With like, if he could just turn into Shane Victorino, that'd be fucking sick. Ah, uh, like, oh my god, that'd be great. Well, he is jacked. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Jacked he just now. put out a uh, highlight tape the other, the other day too. He was like, he made he made a uh, uh, that's what is a uh, hype tape, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. And he's um he was like just hitting balls in the batting cage. Yeah, I'm trying not to think of immediately Ben Simmons and yeah. Scott Kingery. I'm trying to block that out of my mind right now. What are you talking about? Those are some of the best times, man. Watching Ben hit open 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 threes in gyms. Imagine if you great. fell asleep between like when Ben Simmons was still loved here and <laughs> Scott Kingery was still like the next Chase Utley and woke up now and like looked at where they're at now. So like you're in a coma? 
It, yeah, you're in a coma. Yeah. It, it, dude, it would be impossible for me to believe that. Yeah, and like for you, both of those like, guys. Wait, the Sixers man, haven't won a championship yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Waking up from a coma and being like, man, I can't wait to watch Ben Simmons and my favorite quarterback Carson Wentz play <laughs> dominant this year. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy the horrible luck that we have as a sports community. So, um, so, who else do you have on your list, Pat? Number two for me is JT. Ooh, because that's solid. It's a solid. I, I think. I mean, JT was like obviously fine last year. Like he wasn't. He wasn't anything like he used to be. He's getting older. I just want to see him still be able to hold people on like the way he has in the past. Like he still does a little bit, but I want to see like how his aging process is going to come. I don't think he's going to have that much difficulty. I think he'll regress a little bit maybe, but I'm just really hoping he doesn't fall off a cliff. Yeah, well, I mean, he's no longer best catcher in baseball, <laughs> yeah, um, but which I is mean, fine. The, the thing for me is the guy takes care of his body very well. Like I, I think that he will still be a decent catcher. I just want to see him producing defensively more so because like, you used to you used to literally not be able to steal on the guy. Yeah, yeah. And he regressed a bit <clears throat> last season. Yeah, so I, I I want to see him just like kind of be himself and actually like get back to having that confidence behind the plate, like actually, you know, executing pretty well, much. Go, well, going back to the um, Reese Hoskins thing, Mm-hmm. It's like because Reese Hoskins wasn't in the Phillies lineup last season, uh, JT Romuto immediately became my least favorite hitter in important situations. He was the least clutch hitter yeah, I mean, that the he Phillies was, had. He was, he was literally like a you could you could count on him grounding into a double play in big situations. Yeah, it, him and Bohm were like uh, double play machines last yeah. year. It, and Casty. And Casty. I think Bohm hit into twenty four double plays last year, which I was think, annoying. Yeah, he led the team at one point. But it's dude every time with the bases loaded, JT Romuto came up short, mm-hmm. and it's just like dude, like except when he hit for the cycle in Miami. Yeah, that was that, that was crazy. That was a fun time. <laughs> it's hard to believe that was last season. <laughs> I know, dude. I, that was so weird, dude. It feels like fucking like three years ago he did that. It really does. <laughs> that was. I, so I weird. was literally watching like a recap of the season. It wasn't even the calendar yearbook or anything. I just saw like a video of um, JT hitting it, and I was just like, "When the fuck did? Oh, right, that yeah. was last season." <laughs> so I'm like, I get thinking in my head. I'm like, "Oh, what is this? Like 2019?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did hit for the cycle. Yeah. How about that? And then um, number three for me is your buddy Aaron Nola. Oh, boy. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, if he can just be a dominant pitcher the way we need him to be, strikeout guy, like, yeah. just just eat innings. Like, He's important, man. Just I mean- stop giving up fucking home runs. Yeah. And that, that goes a little doubly for Wheeler, too. But, like, Wheeler got it together in the playoffs. Yep. Nola... Did for a little bit and then just like fell apart at the end. Yeah, he only fell apart when it mattered the most. Yeah, so no, I, I, mean, I, th- I think like he's on a big contract. Does he care enough now? Right. It's like he got paid. Is he gonna do what some players do and just not really give a shit now? I think that's a, I think that's a good <clears throat> answer there, the Aranola one, because he is like arguably the most important guy to have a great season mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Because if you have a healthy uh, Zach Wheeler. Mm-hmm. If Taiwan Walker, I don't know, gets I don't even know. Together. If he gets his shit together with his splitter, his splitter is amazing. Yeah. If Christopher Sanchez really, really steps up, like, and he had a great year last year, but if he can like really become a part of this rotation going forward, and Ranger Suarez, I mean, 
it's a top rotation in 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 the yeah. National League at yeah. that point. But it all depends on that. Aaron Nola. I feel like is the anchor of that rotation. I know Wheeler is, but like, dude, Nola, you're talking about like outside of Bryce Harper, you're talking face of the franchise, mm-hmm. longest, longest tenured, tenured fill by yeah. a mile. I mean, he is a Philly for life, probably. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's uh, it's an important year for him. Honorable mention, Sir Anthony Dominguez. Ooh, that's a solid one yeah. as well. Because if he can, if he can just like overcome those injuries he had at the end of the year last year and just like figure it out. Yeah, he was bad last year. Yeah, I mean, he, he was he hurt really? for half the year, so it was like I was giving him a little bit of a pass, but like, fuck, man, like he was so good the year before. Like him, him doing the rock by oh, against the Braves, man, man, that was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like. Oh, there is no one more electric in the playoffs for the Phillies than him when he's on. Mm-hmm. And, him of and course, Alvarado. Jose Alvarado. I mean, like, fuck, man. Like, if you can just have one of those two be your everyday closer. I know, dude. And just take over that responsibility. Like, man, like, I would love to see Alvarado do it and then have uh, Serbia or set up, man. Right. That would be fucking insane. It, would, it was what they were basically trying to do um, the World Series season. Yeah. Because it was strike one, strike two, you're out. Yeah, I mean that whole fucking thing. They're flamethrowers in there, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, and you'd love to see Soto actually fucking get with that too. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like if, if if Soto can limit the meltdowns mm-hmm. this year, that would be great. Because then if you if you have seven eight, so if you get your starting pitcher to pitch five plus, right? And you say you need to bring in a middle guy for the sixth every once in a while, uh, and then you get Soto, Sir, Alvarado, and they're all fucking on all year. That's you're not scoring a run. I mean, that's in the seventh like, through ninth, and that's like best bullpen in baseball. Yeah, category. that's like that's like dream. But yeah, like. yeah. Well, we'll see what can happen. Vince, do you have a list? I do. Mm-hmm. All right, let's um, hear it. So I was gonna go with J two Romuto for all the reasons Pat did. That's fair. Um, all, all, but I'm actually gonna I went with a different one, so just for the sake of variety. But Freddy just Galvis? a comment on a comment on J T Romuto would just be that. I feel like if he can somewhat return to form, even a little mm-hmm. bit, that that would add a lot to this lineup. Obviously, that that goes without saying. Them. But my first number one is actually going to be very chalky, and it's Trey Turner. Um, last year we saw, um, and we saw a first half of the season Trey Turner that was very very bad, and a second half of the season Trey Turner, you know, post ovation that was better, but not Trey. Thank Turner you, Jack Fritz. Have become a. Not 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 Trey Turner that we've become accustomed to. Mm-hmm. So I'm if Trey Turner can you know go back to being best shortstop in baseball, top three player, five player, whatever you want to say in the sport, Trey Turner. Uh, who knows what this team can achieve? You know, just between having him and Bryce Harper alone is a crazy duo to have. So it's chalky, but Trey Turner's uh, return to form is. Pivotal for this team to. It's like having James Harden and Kawhi Leonard on the same team. I mean, I, I just can't even imagine that. I, I still think that the hardest part about Trey last year was watching him play in the WBC and just absolutely rake, killing it, and then having him come here and just suck. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. I was just like, what the fuck happened, man? Like, Shout out James DeRoss. Hopefully, um, my second, my number two. I'm going to go with Ranger Suarez. Ooh, that's a solid one. I like that. The the reason why I think that is because, and this is not to say either of these guys are going to have a bad year or anything, but I think Wheeler and Nola have both shown signs of regression. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that goes without saying. Fair. I I think that if they can, I'm not saying this will definitely happen, but if it does, if they continue to show signs of regression, Ranger Suarez's spot as the best pitcher after those guys in this rotation becomes a lot more pivotal to this team. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so Christopher this Sanchez. Does, I mean, Christopher Sanchez is great, but I mean, if you had to BS, who's the number three in this rotation right now? Come on, you'd say Ranger Suarez. Oh, of course, I'm only joking. Right. Sort of. So like, I just think that with those two guys showing signs of aggression, Ranger Suarez. Uh, could have a, lo- a way larger role to play in this season. Vince, that's a great one, and I do have a little Ranger Suarez nugget for you. Go for it. Um, it'll be his first full spring training, okay? Because he's had visa, Damn. he's that's had visa crazy. issues with uh, immigration. He's had uh, obviously health issues, and last year, uh, I believe he was part of Team v- Venezuela for mm-hmm. World Baseball Classic. Yeah, he was. So he hasn't had a full spring, and I'm... Or no, he was hurt last year. And he, he was hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's year. right. Yeah, that's right. So an injury rattled uh, start to the season last year for him. So I'm a type of guy that likes to roam around. You know, that's on the Wanderer. But uh, shout out Dion <laughs> DiBucci. Um, but I'm a guy that believes that spring training is extremely important, especially... I'm not talking about the games. I'm not sitting there saying, oh, yeah, your spring training games are must-watch TV. No, it's more about baseball is such a sport uh, about repetition and getting your body into shape. Getting into a routine. Getting into a routine. Especially for pitchers. To stay in shape for a grind mm-hmm. that hopefully ends in November. So, I mean, I, I think that that's very important for Ranger to have a full extended spring training and because he's getting down there early, according to Dombrowski. So. Yeah, and I mean, like, you know, just to... Uh, finished off the point you're making helping my point out like him getting that time getting those reps you know it could all lead to a step forward for him and like I said if the regression for the other two guys continues you're going to need that and even if they don't regress I mean having a Ranger Suarez that's even better than the version we've already seen you know that's not gonna hurt wouldn't it be great (laughs) not gonna hurt wouldn't it be great if it if we had a great year from Nola I'm not saying Cy Young but, but just I'm like saying, solid. Yeah, like not solid giving up year. a ton of runs, like two ERA. But I will say Whoa. this. I would not be shocked just because he's such a dog. And I agree with Vince. There have been some signs of regression. Although I don't think, I think Zach Wheeler got shit on far too much last year. I think people were overreacting to the whole Zach Wheeler situation because at the end of the day, that dude was dominant. I mean, he. if you mm-hmm. look at his numbers, the numbers don't lie. He had a good year. I mean, he really did. We're just so used to greatness from Zach Wheeler. But he's the type of guy where I would not be surprised if he had a Cy Young award year this year. Like, because he's such a fucking dog. He stays in shape. Wait, Wheeler or Nola? Wheeler. The Velo's still there. Uh, I mean, dude, like, this guy is just... It's just just if he can keep it up the entire season without getting hurt. Because that's the one thing we've had a couple times with him now, but two years in a row. It's like towards the end of the season, he's a little sore. And one more thing about Wheeler is he is probably the greatest free agent signing in Philly's history. I will say that. I mean, I'd, I'd give it to Bryce, probably. Uh, I don't know. Because with Bryce, <laughs> we have a championship expectation. And I believe that if we don't win a championship with Bryce here, it it will not. It, I mean, it will still, be all for naught. But he's still probably like the greatest player in baseball that we've Maybe. ever signed. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's a top five player. But Wheeler of was all a... time. Wheeler... Okay, all right. <laughs> Wheeler's a top five signing all time. Okay, I'll take Philly's that. franchise history. And I would argue top three. But, okay. Yeah. Who's your third one, Vince? Uh, my last one is going to be Bryson Stott. Ooh, stole mine. I, I think Just that like Bryson we Stott's going to steal 70 I think, bases. <laughs> I, I think we are one more... Bright, like, one more... Not, not like, big step... But just one more decent step from Bryson Stott away from him being like a true star in this Ooh. league. Because then we can uh, shift I, him over to short. And then <laughs> exactly. Uh, 
he's the Tyrese Maxey of the Philadelphia Phillies. True. If he can hit for power just a little bit more, he. he I, I you know what? He, I hear you. I don't need a lot of power from Bryson Stott. Just, just I'm saying, just he's, a little he's, bit more. That's all. Just a little bit. I think for him, he's I'm good fine. enough in situational hitting that I don't yeah. really worry about his power. I'm fine, but like Vince, honestly, yes, that would be <clears throat> phenomenal if he did do that. Because you already have yeah, a third baseman that I, doesn't really hit for power. Also, so. real quick, just to, oh, just to get it off my on, my honorable mention, uh, I just wanted to. I got the shirt on too. <laughs> I fucking I hate get, this place. I don't want to get just weird with the honorable mention, so I'll say Andrew Painter. Andrew Painter. Now, that's interesting because he's not going to be pitching until 2025, they say. <laughs> yeah. However, oh, however, <laughs> however, it's um, important to see how his rehab goes. Dombrowski did say that his rehab is progressing to the point where now he's long tossing. And that is right where they expected him to be at this time pre-surgery. So the rehab's I, I going really- well. I really love how drafting guys, them getting hurt and like never being able to play, just married with the Sixers and the Phillies. You know, you know, I could, uh, I will give you a suggestion for your honorable mention. Another pitcher, another young pitcher, not nearly as talented as Andrew Painter, but Mick Abel. There you go. Okay, there you go. So my 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 top my top three is uh, Trey Turner, Ranger Suarez, Bryson Stott. I like that. I like that a lot. You guys hit some pretty That's good lists. Well, I hate going last because a lot of my guys were stolen, but. Um, That's why I wanted to go first. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, I'm pretty sure all of mine were stolen except for one. And I'll start with him. Alec Bone, dude. I fucking knew you were going to say Bone. That's why I didn't pick him, because I knew you were going to say him. Yeah, and and I'm wearing his shirt. I want to love the guy. I don't find him attractive. I don't know how women (laughs) find him attractive, but I'm not even hating. I think it's awesome that women find him attractive. I just think he looks like a troll. And, um, And the hair is very strange. But getting back to baseball, that guy needs to have the breakout year, which I don't think is going to happen. We've been wanting a breakout year from Alec Boone for years now at this point. He's entering year four, year five. He probably is what he is, yeah. which, I mean... I'm he's, fine with that, honestly. I get, He's not moving the needle either way, in my opinion. His defense is, like, short up enough, in my opinion, that yeah, it, like, he's fine. it's, like, whatever. He's fine. But, I mean, I'm talking about more so on the offensive side. Yeah, I know you are. This guy needs to get his shit together, or, I mean, honestly, I'm not extending him. once. His, I don't even know when his deal's up. But Unless you can get him on, like, one of those Braves deals, eh, like, 14 years and, like, a million dollars. I'd rather draft <laughs> the next Austin Riley, who I thought Alec Boom had the potential to be, but he will be nowhere near that player ever. Uh, because the Braves are just lucky, and they're just lucky. Um, and I hate them, and I love Austin Riley, and Austin Riley, in my opinion, is a handsome man. More handsome than Alec <laughs> Boehm. But that's I, it's all a matter of preference, I guess. But Boehm needs to have a big year for me to even like consider uh, extending him. I mean, like much less like even rooting for the guy. I mean, he needs to have... He needs to hit 30 homers this year. Boom needs to have a 30 homer. Isn't this your third year in a row saying that? Yeah, but guess what? Or no, no, two years ago it was 20 plus. Yeah, and he only, he barely got 20. I mean, and then he, dude, he literally went like a month or two. I think it was like two months without hitting a home run. I mean, dude, what is this? Like, what's well, going Bryce on? Bryce Harper did that too. Yeah, but Bryce Harper's Bryce Harper. <laughs> Alec Boom's Alec Boom. And yeah, he is what he is. I guess, but I'm like, <laughs> dude, I need a 30 home run, 100 RBI season from Alec Boom or. It's it's a bad draft pick, in my opinion. What if you get like twenty plus and then like a hundred and sixty plus RBIs? That's not going to happen. But <laughs> I would be, I, no, I would. You know what? I would still be angry. <laughs> what? I, because he needs to be a twenty five, 
to 30 home run hitter with that frame, with those weird locks. He needs to have. You just want him to be Jason Worth. He's dude. He's he's got to have a be, he's got to have a big year, or else I'm closing the book on Alec Boehm personally. I will no longer the support him. He, he will become the next Reese Hoskins for me. If he doesn't, yeah, I guess I guess somebody's got to replace Reese. In your heart it, now. And it will be Alec Boom if he doesn't get the thirty homers and hundred plus RBIs this year. So Alec Boom, uh, another guy that really needs to prove to me that he was worth one hundred million dollars is Nick Castellanos. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this guy, I was so excited, and I rem- I remember it well. The uh, well. the news conference down in Florida when we signed Casty. And, you know, the whole, I hit baseballs, dude, like all that weird shit. I was like, all right, he's a douchebag, but he's fucking great, so I don't care. Uh, the first year was a disaster, as we all know. I mean, an absolute disaster. That was one of the worst single seasons I've ever seen a a free agent athlete have uh, coming on to a new team. That was, like, the worst. Uh, the second year, he bounced back, I guess. Went nuclear against the Braves and the DS. I love that. And then, you know, just didn't do anything. Yo, can we just relive that for a minute? How crazy that run he went on was. That was insane. Dude, he was tying Hank Aaron (laughs) and, like, (laughs) Willie Mays and shit. Just to, like, I just want to, like, we don't want to touch much on last season because it ended so badly, but that's just a moment that I want to live back in for a minute to just remember how fucking crazy. That was our World Series. Let's be honest. He was just going insane. That was our World Series. It really was. And I wish they gave. Well, yeah, we won the World Series last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. (laughs) Two years in a row. (laughs) But I honestly the wish Braves. they. And by the way, it doesn't make sense that they give an MVP to the LCS, uh, to an LCS player, and not an uh, elite division series player. I think there should be a DS MVP, and I also, quite frankly, think there should be a wild card round MVP, and that would have gone to either Aaron Nola or Bryson Stott. But you know, these um, are I think the these reason, are minor details. I think the, re- the, I think the reason why is because. Uh, there's only two teams left, and they play each other. I get so the it. MVP is chosen from that specific game. Whereas if you do any of the other rounds, you'd either have to give out an MVP per game or pick who had the best game in. Month, Why you like, can't you can't have a league division series MVP of the series? I guess you could. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That. What do you think but the fucking you, LCS uh, MVP is? It's the mean, L, it's the it's the MVP of the series. So do you mean the series is in a specific team versus team and each team have each winning team as an MVP yes. or the whole DS and you pick one player out of every team that's left? I don't think you're understanding <laughs> no, like the what I'm talking Vince, about. The first Vince. one, Vince. Like, that's what he means. Okay. In the playoffs, there are two teams that compete against <laughs> each other. All right. Yeah. So the National League Division Series was between the Philadelphia Phillies <laughs> and the Atlanta Braves. Right. So You're, I don't think you understand. One that. player from the winning side. Yes. Okay. Is the MVP of the series. So Seamus, I was just making sure that you didn't mean like out of all of the games they would choose one player to be the MVP for the entire. Out of all the series. DS. Out of all of the series. There's means. only two yeah. DSs. No, I know, but he's saying, would you pick? One for each yeah, winning team, each gets, or would you okay. pick one overall? Each division series gets an MVP. Yeah, that's what he's that's what he's okay, saying. Okay, that's that was my question. Oh, okay. I mean, there's only two. There's only two. <laughs> oh my God. Dude. Okay, I guess it works better for the wild card round. Oh, uh, there's like aren't there like seven of those? 
That's my that, you're not. That was his point. Oh boy. We'll talk about. We'll oh, talk this about. is getting out of control, dude. I, I have no idea what you're talking about, but yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty high right now, but I'm pretty sure I'm making sense also. Did you ever hear of like a finals MVP? Sending that to USPS in like in the NBA or like a World Series MVP? Random drug test for Vince Lobiondo tomorrow. Dude, they don't drug test, bro. They'd have to fire everybody. Tomorrow, Vince is going to get fired. <laughs> Tomorrow is my off day, so I would feel much. Like oh, that's going to be even worse. Hey, hope you're enjoying hey, your Vince, day can off. Can you come in real quick? <laughs> yeah, that would be horrible <laughs> if they did that. And then, like, hey, see ya. At that point, I would just be like, just tell me over the phone, I, dude. No, listen, when I'm not working, my phone is on Do Not Disturb to all of my managers. Well, that way you could never get fired, can you? If your phone's on <laughs> Do Not Disturb, you can listen, never get I, fired. I just if they call me on my day off, that shit is going right to voicemail. All right, so what did I say? I said uh, Alec Bohm, Nick Castellanos, and now and now I have to go with another player, I guess, on the Phillies. And all of them were chosen. So <laughs> There's so, one I can give you. This is I'll blown you, up in I'll my face. All right, give me a lob. Christopher Sanchez. Ooh, I was thinking Sanchi. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking Sanchi. <laughs> I think Christopher Sanchez has a higher ceiling than Ranger Suarez. And that's not a hot take. That's just like, is it look just because he's 6'5"? Look at pure stuff, dude. Ranger, I mean, talking about melting down. That guy, I've seen that guy have some of the worst meltdowns ever. Um, and he's a fan favorite for some reason or another. Uh, I guess he brings the vibes. Well, I mean, he's just like, everybody loves how nonchalant he is about everything he does. But, okay, yeah, I don't like that <laughs> when he's bad, which he's also very nonchalant when he's bad. So that I mean, annoys he me. The, he, he did the really cool uh, tossing the ball to himself before he threw the first that one time. Mm -hmm. um, that, so, like, he's an video, entertainer. That, so we like him because video, he doesn't give a shit at all about playing baseball. No, I mean, no, we like him because he's hysterical. He is, but it's not yeah, funny when he shits the bed. All I need is your love tonight. That's like one of my favorite videos. <laughs> all I need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time I sing that song, I sing it with his accent by default, and I'm like, "That's kind of racist." Why do I do that? And then I'm like, "Wait a second, it's because of Ranger Suarez." Oh, you got to get out of Northeast Philly, man. Yeah, we got to cut that. Uh, <laughs> hey man, uh, they put British accents all the time. Yeah, but they're they're terrible people, so that's allowed. Yeah, by the way, big day, <laughs> uh, good day. Yes. King, King Charles is finally going to kick the He's, bucket. Hopefully. He has cancer. How fucking awesome He's is that? Saint big Charles. day, <laughs> big week for us Irish. Big week for the Irish. That includes you too, Vinny. You're honorable. Yeah. I, no, I, I listen. You knew something was wrong with that guy when you look at his feet and fingers. Oh, well, I mean, he's the product of just incest. like LeBron's feet that are now going viral again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got Prince Andrew's fingers, uh, LeBron's feet, and Drake's top. and Drake's dick. <laughs> Just a lot of appendages getting a lot of uh, a lot of time on and the internet Toby this week. And Toby Keith's stomach. Uh, too <laughs> oh, yeah, can't forget about Toby Keith's stomach. That's too soon. He died of I stomach cancer. So Toby Keith really had to die on the Drake Dick Day, huh? And just get overshadowed. By the way, like I hate to say it. All right, I all right. Listen, I did the whole like pour one out for Toby Keith thing. Red Solo Cup is a great song, objectively. It's a fun song at a party, okay? Like, but that's it. Like, nobody's like sitting at their house, except for O'Leary, bro. <laughs> I was about to say, I do it no, all the time. <laughs> nobody's just sitting at their house, like, you know, let's put on Red Solo Cup by Toby Keith. The American Soldier, okay. The songs like that, and this is, this American might get me fired, but like, dude. <laughs> Songs like that are An just. American they're, guy. They're, they're the, the people that cry. When they listen to songs like that, are are it's mentally ill. Stupid. They're mentally ill. Have you heard the Taliban he's, song by him though? It's hysterical. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's very anti-Taliban. <laughs> Toby, Toby Keith is a is a cosplayer of like the military. Like no, he, he is. 
You ever hear that story? I do give him credit, though. Chris Christopherson one? Is that what you're about to reference? Let let me give Toby Keith credit, though. Because, yeah, he sung about the military and shit and being patriotic, which is cool. But (laughs) he actually, like... All right, and this is where he gets credit. Before our very eyes. This is where he gets credit. He went to those goddamn fucking... uh, To the Middle East... With the soldiers. Dude, so many people do that. Yeah, but dude, like, at least so he did many it. People at do least, that. <laughs> what, so many people, what do you mean? Him and Bob Hope did that, and that's it. WWE was going there once a year. Who? Dude, I don't care about the WWE. <laughs> and th- that probably wasn't even... Th- they're fake people anyway. Toby, Toby and by the way, WWE, your king, Vince McMahon, likes to get <laughs> shit on, by the way. So, I don't know how you defend wait, that. Wait, wait. Toby, Toby Keith. That's your guy. Toby Keith made it like okay to like hate like Muslims after 9/11. And you know what? We did he? Like, <laughs> I mean, did he like come out and say oh, like I hate it. Muslims? He did normalize look it. Look up look up the lyrics to the song Beer for My Horses. It's pretty fucking bad when you uh, Like what? Now let's get into it. Like what what did oh, he do? And we all uh, this is Back I have to give you credit day, on this. So. We always usually make fun of uh, Bruce Springsteen for recording that 9/11 Now here we go. But Take Alan all the Jackson, Texas, find out. Jackson recorded and released a 9-11 song two days after it happened. <laughs> That's a power like, move. Those, That's then, a fucking power move. They were all just trying to gain... Was that true? Is that true? Yes. The, where were you the day the world stood still or whatever the fuck the song about 9-11? Oh, wow. He, that was released two days after it happened. Well, to be fair to him, he's a songwriter, so I mean... Like my dad's the same way. Like he, if something Dude, tragic happens, he can write a song in like a day about towers, it, which he did. Those towers came <laughs> down, times. and every country artist, country artist, and Bruce Springsteen at the time just rubbed their hands like Birdman, saying like "fuck yeah, we're about to make a huge come up." I think this. we've all seen this clip that I'm about to reference. But Ty, do yourself a favor if you've never seen this, you're gonna want to go on the YouTube. <laughs> Please don't give him a Pornhub link. <laughs> you're gonna want to go on the old YouTube and type in Ted Cruz music taste. And I think he was on like Good Morning America <laughs> yeah, or some yeah. shit like that. And they were like, you know, because he was running for president. God forbid if he ever won. But uh, the Zodiac Killer is president. That'd be great. Um, Phenomenal. So I guess like, you know, they were asking the stupid questions that are not policy related at all because the media is in bed with the fucking politicians. So they don't care about policy. But they asked him the question, what kind of music do you like or some weird shit like that? And he was like, my music taste changed on 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> and he yeah, went on to like talk about how he became a country fan like on 9-11 because like it was so patriotic and they talked about the soldiers and like you know the southern bells at the bar that they don't check IDs for before they take home and like 9-11 all... ruined country music I mean listen the Rising's a great album although it's not country but that 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 was a great world tour by Bruce Springsteen and he made a lot of money off those 9-11 victims but no, um, I mean I mean Vince is Vince is slightly right Post 9-11 country is, was until like Zach Bryan just came along and put folk country back on the map. And cocaine. It's been nothing, it's been nothing except for like beer, America. I, and, and, and repeat, yeah, that, that's what it is. They're kind of like Whereas, ACDC and yeah. U2 where every song is the same. I mean, every song, every goddamn U2 you song is the same. ACDC with U2. All right, let's be honest, dude. <laughs> ACDC's great. U2 sucks. Yes. But ACDC's... No, no but. I no mean, but. every song sounds the same. No, every song, no. and there's no way you just that don't like you just don't like Brian's voice. I like That's his voice. I think it's fine. I just don't think it's normal. You know? Well, yeah. You I have like a unique a, voice. What I like expect? a more relatable voice. Like 
Bob Dylan. <laughs> I like Bob Dylan's voice. The worst voice. Said ever. no one ever. <laughs> Bob Dylan didn't even like his own voice. That's why he faked it. By the that way, it wasn't even his real voice. <laughs> all right, so my list is what? Castellanos. <laughs> I fucking Boehm, forgot we were talking about. <laughs> Castellanos, Boom, and Christopher Sanchez. All right, go, Phils. Let's talk about the Grammys real quick. <laughs> Joni Mitchell. Oh my God. looks horrible. All right. And, and no, sounds horrible. Sounds horrible. Looks but horrible. Inspiration. Is horrible. I mean, she writes a song about paving paradise and putting up parking lots. And all of a sudden she's this big star in paradise. Put up the parking. <laughs> Which by the way, the covers of that song are eons better than her version. And I was called like an anti-woman person because I said, Joni Mitchell blows. And it's like, dude, all right, let's be real here. Joni Mitchell may have been fine when she was, you know, still alive, you know, and she's no longer, al she's alive, but she's, she's not alive. She looks like she died like 10 minutes ago. She, she sounds horrible. They throw her up on stage with a cane and she's sitting on a throne or some shit. They, they For a shockingly long amount of time. They panned to Beyonce, who's like looks petrified, and it's <laughs> everyone in the audience looks like Beyonce, that. That Beyonce, video was hysterical. In, in one shot, you had Joni Mitchell scaring the shit out of both Dua Lipa and Beyonce. I mean, their faces the were just like, "What the fuck is happening?" And the best is, oh my god, for the first time in her career, she's performing at the Grammys. That's an indictment on her. <laughs> when she was a star. Why wasn't she asked to perform at the Grammys? Because she wasn't actually a star. Yeah, I mean, she, she wasn't good. No, she was fine, dude. She went. Yeah, through, she wasn't good. She was fine. There, there was an era of Joni Mitchell where she like embraced the guitar in hand, uh, female front person of a band, electric guitar shit, and she was great doing that. I mean, but that only lasted like a year, and then she stopped doing it, and she became Joni Mitchell, who is overrated. Wrote a song about Pay Paradise, put up a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably banged Bob Dylan. I mean, I like I mean, Bob whatever. Dylan probably banged everybody. Probably. I mean, yeah. Who wouldn't? Especially Froggy. If we're talking, if we're talking Grammys and older artists performances, we got to talk because on the positive side, there was Tracy Chapman performing. Oh, that was amazing. Which, by the way, that was I incredible. Love Combs, that was like, fucking I, incredible. He didn't even need to be there. I love him, but like, I wish he wasn't. Chap that was her. That was just her moment. And yeah. It was awesome because that was her first public appearance in like, who knows how long, and she sounded fucking great. Yeah, yeah. she she looks great. She, she sounds sounded great. Like, she sounded like she had an aged a day. Like yeah, the right, antithesis of Joni Mitchell. I mean, she was literally the opposite of Joni Mitchell. I mean, like she was phenomenal. Yeah, she was phenomenal. She was great, and she's a queen, and I love Tracy Chapman. Also, like I, I guess, like you know, it's a shame that it took Luke Combs doing this to prove the point I'm about to make, but like. It's nice to see that song getting the recognition mm -hmm. it deserves. Not that it didn't back then, but just like for a new generation of people, because it's it's in my opinion maybe the greatest song ever written. It's up there. It's it's a top ten song of all time, no doubt. No so doubt. Like, I just like hated the hate it, that he got when he made the song. Yeah, and, yeah. It was, it was unnecessary. Dumb. It was yeah. unnecessary. And I also hate the people that thought that it was a Luke Combs song. That really bothers <laughs> me. And there were a lot of those, and that's just bad parenting. That's bad parenting, uh, is what that is. People that people that were mad he covered it. It's like, do you really think that he just did that without her permission? Like you yeah. legally can't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, whatever. Um, I I think that it was a nice thing to do. I mean, bringing that song back. It's a great song. It's, I'm sure Tracy Chapman ain't mad getting the getting all the royalties off that. Fuck no. With the Grammys, she can buy a fast the, car she now. Won a, <laughs> she won Song of the Year at, CB, at the CMAs. Like, 
Uh, fucking made out like a bandit here. And an artist that performed um, that I love, he's like top two artist for me, top three maybe. Uh, Billy Joel, uh, his new song's horrible. Oh my god, <laughs> it was, is uh, so I bad. Watch the performance of that. But he redeemed himself by breaking out the best party song of all time. You, you may, may be right. right. I mean that that song's electric, dude. I could put that yes. on as soon as I wake up and be ready for the day, man. Red Bull gives you, you just jump through a glass house. Shameless, shameless. I could. Nice, can, nicely can done. I, can, can I get a quick rant? I, I know the Grammys kind of came up randomly. Just not a rant, but like, I just want to say about the Grammys. You know, the Grammys have always had a weird relationship with the rap genre as a whole. Yeah. But I, so I, listen, whether you like rap or not, statistically speaking, right now, it is the most listened to genre in the world based off the numbers, whether you like it or not, whether that means it's good or bad, it's the most popular in the world. Yet the Grammys gave out all three or four of the hip hop awards pre-show. Yeah. Like, I, that's we, a violation. Like, it's fucking what are, weird. What are, we, what are we doing here? It's a violation. They're, they're the I, big, it's, the, it's the biggest genre in the world. I, I will say this though. Thing? I will say this though. I, I think you're right. Um, with regards to rap being the most relevant genre right now. And it should be, reflected in an award show about you know music uh, that temporary music that being especially. said though i think rock and roll has also been abandoned by the grammys and it's been abandoned by the grammys for a long time as well, well yeah, so i mean boy genius boy genius won best rock album i love boy yeah. genius they are not rock at all no. the problem with the grammys vince is a lot of things but i mean it's all bullshit yeah it's all bullshit it's just like the rock and roll hall of fame how that be had that's become a huge farce i mean and, the, and it's been for years now the girl who won best new artist has a song with ariana grande from five years ago yeah and has been around yeah, my, since my like 2013 Khan, yeah uh, my, I, it was a bad night for our boys because yeah. Khan got robbed zach bryan got robbed uh just see his date that night i think he's doing fine Oh, Brianna Chicken Fry. Oh, you know yeah. who she is? Nah, but she's hot. She's a Barstool girl. She's from Barstool. Oh, yeah. well, good for him. Well, now Shane's going to go home and look her up. We, she's pretty Lainey hot. Wilson, Lacey, Lacey Wilson, Lacey Wilson, having a really fat ass, carried her. Literally. To the fucking her her so fucking her. music sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I, she's hot, but her heard, music sucks. I, I've also heard her ass. <laughs> she's also not that hot. It's her ass. You know? It's gone down and deflated. It has deflated, much like Tom Brady's. Much like Tom Brady's balls, uh, Lainey's ass has deflated a bit. I, I, I heard I heard a rumor that there was a uh, chance that she might have went on Ozempic and her ass might be gone now, which, by the way, Ozempic becoming a real epidemic. Uh, yeah. I heard Bryce Dallas Howard was on it, and that's just... You should... You should just, you're just robbing the world of the elite milk. You should talk to uh, Joe Paradise next time you're over at my house about Ozempic. He's got a whole rant about yeah, it. Yeah, all he does is talk about it for hours and hours and no, hours no, and no, hours and no, hours. I'm not joking. Yeah. He, he was talking about how Matt Patricia was probably on it and... <laughs> Like, like every time he'd pop up on the screen, yeah, he's on his epic. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's literally any like rich person that has lost weight recently. Yes, they're on that. He's probably Which he right. might be right. He's pro he may, be he right. may be right. Down, 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 down. Way to, way to bring it all the way. He's definitely there. crazy. Friday night, I crashed your party. <laughs> what a great song. But the the weird part about that song, though, if we're gonna get into specifics here, is um. Uh, alone in your electric chair. What the, what does that mean? Remember <laughs> how I found you there, alone in your like electric ever, chair. No, it's talking about killing yourself. I told you dirty jokes until you smiled. I mean, come on, Billy. Realistically, it's probably about like somebody being in a hospital bed. Probably. 
Damagokin being obsessed with him is weird. I that that really it doesn't make me, sense. That, that, that didn't make sense to me either. because he's this like little guy, and I guess Billy's also this little guy. So maybe it does make sense. All the little folks got to stick together. Cue Randy Newman. Show up, people. Got Where's no Tim? reason to live. Where's Tiny Tim um, when you need him? Dead. Very dead. <laughs> Tiptoe through the That say, guy should have been shot. Yeah, but he, he my dad opened for him. Yeah, but your dad's a way better musician than that fraud. <laughs> Apparently, he's a cool guy, though. Yeah, sure. We were going to talk Sixers. That guy was on Epstein's Island here. before it was even a thing. <laughs> That's we how he learned all the kids. Sixers, it was we're getting towards the end here, but there's really nothing like there's nothing really worth talking about. Well, yeah, about Joel Embiid's right done. I mean, Joel Embiid died. Uh, the Sixers season are apparently, died. The Sixers are apparently buyers tomorrow. Yeah, well. What, what does that Dude, mean? They, <laughs> they're gonna fun, they're gonna man. get some they're, like they're gonna contracts. get buddy healed and say let's go for it. Yeah, the, the, they're just gonna get guys that expire next year. They're gonna just ride it out. Trade the Anthony Melton, please. Listen, we'll, we'll always have trade Mo Bomb. I mean Mo. Ba- can we address Mo Bamba is fucking trash? All right, why is he on yeah, this the team? Song. The song. Yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> great song. You know, it's way worse than that, Seamus, and way not way worse, but way harder to admit. That b-ball Paul might not be that good. Nice stinks, dude. I've been saying this for years. No, but, I mean he's fine for what he is. Yeah, but dude, he's, he's a backup n- center. Yeah, he's a backup center, dude. But like, he and, looks, dude. He looks lost out there. He, dude, all he, he does, always has. Dude, when all he, he plays does, hard and he brings energy. That's and, all you need think, him to do. I think Joe DeCamera like actually described b-ball Paul like the best I've ever heard him describe. He's like, dude, he looks like a pinball ball out there. He just like ba- like runs into people all day on the court. It's like, dude, what are you doing? He looks lost. He's fun, I guess. Like out the mud and all that shit but like he sucks but like just to per- things into perspective b-ball paul is six foot nine mo bamba is seven foot man's is about as useless <laughs> yeah, as a glass hammer oh, i'm yeah. sorry like you are fucking useless if you cannot grab a damn rebound and you're seven feet tall yeah. and you know what's funny like we all laughed at that <clears throat> signing like like everyone shared oh, yeah. in the I was group like, chat mo bamba why? lol like what the fuck is this like it was the dumbest fucking thing ever. Dude, he was signing all like big men at one point. Yeah, that, uh, by the we way, had, like four center because we still had Trez. <laughs> my Trez Arrow. Oh my your god, boy. that's your boy. I do. I he did go off that Sheamus one time. Was in love with in him. the preseason. Sheamus was in love. He watched one preseason game like of Montrez Harrell last year, and Sheamus was like, "Oh my god, I fucking love this guy." And I was like, "He sucks." And Sheamus well, was like, "Yeah, fair. but he's cool." And I was like, but "To he be sucks. fair, <laughs> he looks cool. He is cool." He's but funny. he's just bad at basketball. Sucks at basketball. Didn't yeah. know it at the time. He went off in the preseason against like OKC. If we got him like ten years ago, that would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> when he was still when he was competing for six man of the year with a guy on his own team. Yeah. Him and Lou Will going back and back. Oh boy. Yeah, the Sixers are is a disgrace, as Meek Mill would say. I, I, dude, it sucks because like those first couple months. Ty, can we do our yeah. own like drop of the week? <laughs> Because that that would have been that was crazy. That that sound was wild. That would have been a drop of the week. I've been telling y'all, let's get these sound drops going. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I don't know if you realize what we're talking. When you started talking, you were like, and we we're like, what the fuck? You sounded like you had a hamster going up your ass, <laughs> like just just running no, up your like- asshole. <laughs> How do you know what that sounds like? Uh, I've listened to Howard Stern and John DeBella <laughs> from the, the 90s, and there's a whole like thing that happened with hamsters but uh, <laughs> and assholes, but it's a, it's a radio thing. You wouldn't understand. But um, okay. yeah, <laughs> Danny Bonaduchebag was involved. It was a whole thing. <laughs> I think Danny Bonaduce was actually my first like radio idol. He's a piece of shit. I don't even shit. know who that guy is. He's a redheaded guy that talks like this. Danny Bonaduce. 
You know so what I'm talking about, Ty? He's just Poggy and Audie. No, you worked in the radio business, and you don't know who Danny Bonaduce is. I mean, he is. sounds like he's just Paul Giamatti, but, like, not famous. I, <laughs> I figured for Seamus, your first inspiration would have been, like, Rush Limbaugh or something. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, big Rush Limbaugh guy. <laughs> I hate I hate people in the Middle East. George Bush rocks. Oh, they built, they, they, they brought down those towers. That's like what Rush Limbaugh's show was for like 30 years. <laughs> it was just that. It and was every like, dad in Delco was listening to it. <laughs> it was like, Muslim people are bad. Can you call the hotline? Our next guest is Sean Hannity. He's going to talk about how, you guessed it, Muslim people are bad. It's like, dude, that's all. Like, and, Don't like, even get started on AIDS either. Oh but, <laughs> oh, but guess what? He will tell you he's very religious. Oh, I'm very religious. Let's let's support the Iraq war and every other illegal intervention that, that George W. Bush wanted to do. Let's. I love that. I love the military I, industrial complex. I bet you. I bet you Rush Limbaugh was chopping it up with Toby Keith. Oh, 100%. Uh, he and had him they're on speed dial. Up, they're, chop, they're chopping it up in hell now. <laughs> all right. All right. That doesn't exist. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that's not real. You're going to rot and you're going to get eaten by bugs and you're going to like it. But, um, but anyway. Are going to be in the ground or above ground? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, dude. I think I'm traumatized. I think death has traumatized me since I was like so young. Like I've always just—it's also part of part of being Irish. Oh yeah. Is there? I saw my first person die when I was like fucking eight. Yeah, you're exposed <laughs> to death all ages, all ages. Like I'm pretty sure I was at a baby's funeral at one point. Like one of my cousins. I've been to, like three baby's funerals. It's fucking yeah, terrible. Yeah. So like I'm just, like the whole death thing has just been like whatever for me. Yeah. But now I think it's starting to catch up to me. Now I feel like I'm about to like like go off the deep end. <laughs> Not go off the deep end. I think I'm in a really I think I'm on the cusp of being in a really, really dangerous mental state. Like caused by trauma. Because like I've always like brushed off like the fact that, oh yeah, that guy's dead. I was at his funeral. I saw his fucking open casket. He looked like shit. Like I'm so used to it. Clothes. Yeah, well, yeah. Shout out to him. But I, thank you for that. But like I'm so like like I'm almost like, yeah, uh, at my breaking point when it comes to it. Like the next person that dies, we gotta get you some help. No, I mean I th I'm fine, but <laughs> famous I'm, last words. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm fine, dude. But it's just you know it's starting to it's starting to feel weird in my brain now. Like my whole mental health is like probably on the verge. But um, <laughs> the therapist listening, please reach out and uh, we can talk options. Vince, you're the last one to talk. Shut up. <laughs> the only therapist I need. Is Trey Turner. All right. I need Trey Turner and <laughs> Bryce Harper. His entire psyche in the hands of the Philadelphia Phillies. Surely nothing can go wrong. No, dude, this is literally what's like getting me by day to day <laughs> is counting down the days until spring training, until the first spring game, until opening day. You know, it's always a fun, it's always a fun metric to see how quickly in Philly sports you can turn from being excited for the sport being back to <laughs> wanting to kill yourself because <laughs> the sport is back. I, it's always like that. It's fun to see Sixers how long prime it example. takes until you get there. Yeah, exactly. It's fun to see how long it takes until you get there. I do think it's the really Eagles funny that, like, what was it, a, a week and a half ago, Vince, you tweeted out that you were so back on the Sixers and then Embiid just fucking tore his meniscus. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. boy. <laughs> that I that will, timing was actually impeccable. That was pretty good, really, honestly. It would, be, it would be real Sixers, too, for the Clippers to continue dominating mm -hmm. and, like, win the finals. I, I think they'll all choke in the playoffs. But apparently, yeah. Tyrese Maxey's playing tonight. Yeah, he's the only starter, probably then. And maybe Toby. I don't know. When it's, you when you just said that, Pat, I for some reason envisioned Tyrese Maxey playing one on five. 
four or five. That's basically what he does when he has like all benches with him. Like, why is Camden Yards trending? Maybe he got a 9-11. Did Camden Yards die too? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Camden Yards got 9-11? Um, let's see here. Right, oh, here's the reason. <laughs> Camden Yards is getting Coke products. Upgrade <laughs> over Pepsi. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, Coca-Cola products are set to come to Oreo <laughs> no, Park at Camden going. Yards, <laughs> according to a source with direct knowledge of the negotiations, <laughs> replacing Pepsi as the ballpark's beverage provider. Okay, okay. Enough enough beverage talk. <laughs> Let, we're, we're getting ready to get out of here. Let's lock in. We want to, you know, have – I don't know if you guys prepared anything, but I said earlier, you know, let's just start bringing – you know, at the end of the show, we'll bring a couple of takes or just something you want to talk about that we normally maybe don't get to on the show if there's just anything you want to touch on before we get out of here. You got anything for me, Seamus? Uh, I don't want to go first. <laughs> I thought, oh well, you got your shit taken when you didn't go first last yeah, time. Yeah, and it led to something epic for the show. So, uh, <laughs> Vince, you go first. Okay, I guess I will go first. My thing that I would like to talk about for a minute that we definitely normally would not talk about is what's mm -hmm. going on in the WWE. <laughs> oh, the boy. Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has come back as an executive board member of the parent company of the WWE. All right, Vince. And he forced himself into the WrestleMania main event. Um, until there was a huge like, dude, you're you're saying whatever, but like the this thing was trending number one on Twitter for two days. No, it wasn't. Uh, hashtag <laughs> we want Cody because Cody Rhodes got fucked out of the WrestleMania main event. Don't even know who that Rock. is. Uh, he he's he's the son of Dusty Rhodes. You know the American Dream. The singer? No, no. D the, Dusty Springfield. Dusty Springfield. Sorry. Take um, me home. But yeah. Anyway, it's just been crazy. Uh, I'm going WrestleMania, so. They better fucking give me what I want. That's all I. What do you say. want? You better uh, bring Cody a gun. Rhodes to fight and defeat <laughs> Roman Reigns. All right. Well, I hope you get it, Vince. Not the Rock. <laughs> just right. get a gun, Vince, and then they'll have to do anything you say if you do that. I genuinely wish so, I had something to add to that, but I just, <laughs> I don't. Well, this is that's why this was the fucking segment where we talk about what we want for a minute. All right. I would like how to talk about try, how Vince how McMahon. Try, how about you try respecting other people's fucking opinions? I do respect it, but you in turn. How about you fucking get real? See, here's piece where here's where you're, you're absolutely piece of shit. Here's where you're like the biggest fraud on the planet with like the because you're a big oh respect it. Let people like what they like, dude. Like that's such a cop out, weird, um, very strange thing to say. Because you say that yet are so hypocritical. When the other person has something to say about that. Well, hey, respect what I think about your shitty opinion, too. It's a two-way street. So that's where your argument that, oh, let people like what they like is flawed. Because you don't accept when people criticize what other people like. So you're doing the same thing. You fraud. Anyway. Um, You've given me a lot to think about. <laughs> it's true. And I can't, like, text it to you because... It, it doesn't come out right when I text people. I, I have to like say it to. You know what, man? I just gotta be. I just gotta be better for the people around me. <laughs> you do, um, because like I get it. Like you want to say like, oh, Seamus, like I like wrestling, and if I say yeah, wrestling sucks. No, dude, let me like what I like. Well, you have to let me like what I like and dislike what I dislike as well. All right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you got me. That's that's all. Um. All right. Let, let me let me see. I, I, uh, Adele Springsteen died. Um, the mother of Finally. Bruce Springsteen. She was ninety eight years old. Adele Finally. Springsteen. Adele Springsteen. She's the original. <laughs> but she thought Adele died. <laughs> she's yeah, the bro, original bro, Adele. You just scared me. 
No, oh, dude, who cares? I mean, even if she did <laughs> die, I mean, would that Wait. be a huge loss for you personally? I mean, come on, dude. Big loss for Rich Paul. When she died. 98. God she was damn. just about to turn 99. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, dude. Bruce what has a fucking, got what a some coward. stock. He's got some jeans, man. You know what I mean? He's got some jeans. The ones he wore in the, uh, Listen, born in the USA. Yes. <laughs> close to 100 and die before 100, you're a fucking loser. I mean, so are you calling Betty White a loser? What? She had dementia. Don't you dare Absolutely. fucking call Betty White a loser. She had I mean, Alzheimer's for the past like 10 years. Betty White would fuck you. Longevity matters, bud. <laughs> I don't know. If you get that close to 100 and don't get there, you come off like a loser. Like, I'd rather I die at like Betty White would literally fuck like you. I'd rather die at 87 than like 97. All right, dude. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say to that, but, uh, R.I.P. Yes. Adele Springsteen. She was she was a queen. She was a true Italian queen. And Vince, the fact that you're shitting on your ancestors is uh, it's kind of suspect. Not, I am not shitting on anyone's ancestors. They're your ancestors. She's Italian. You're Italian. Yeah, but I'm more Irish in my blood. Ah, <laughs> give he me a break. Admits he it. finally admits that he's more Irish. It's only when it's I've convenient. I've been admitting this for years. Yeah, but you only, you only say it when it's convenient for you. Yeah. Like St. Patrick's Absolutely. Day, you're fully Irish, but on uh, Columbus Day, you're all about Christopher Columbus and the Italians, <laughs> aren't you? I, Christopher Columbus is a, is a raping, pillaging piece of shit. I don't know why you have a poster of him in your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of historical figures. It's right next to my Andrew Jackson painting. Well, dude, hey, listen, some people have Dua Lipa on the wall, and uh, others have Andrew Jackson have and Toby Keith on there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I have I have John Hancock framed on my wall. Well, he's a, he was actually a good one, wasn't he? Wasn't he like fine? He was just famous for his signature. Yeah, it's a big cock. I mean, big signature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we we start the show where we have to be talking about big cock. Do you have anything to say? Or yeah. The show where we start. All right, let 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 Pack get his point in. Uh, on a more serious note, I uh, just want to give a shout out to Vince and Ty. Um, Seamus and I did have a really tough death of one of our friends. Yeah. Um, in the past two weeks, and it was not a Dell Springsteen. It was not, um, but seriously, thanks to uh, Vincent Ty for carrying on without us. Uh, yeah, you guys did very well. Yeah, the shows were great. Um, and Thank little you. shout out to everybody that's been helping us through that. Yep, big time. We appreciate it. And also, next week, I guess we have to save this debate for. We have to have the uh, the uh, WIP debate in here because oh, I heard yeah. you guys talking about it on the last show, and I have a lot to say about sports radio. And what they're doing in Philadelphia. I have a lot to say. All right. And I think that you guys are both going to disagree with me. So we'll save that for next week. Also, by the way, the Super Bowl is happening. So um, don't care about that. I mean, yeah, me and me and Ty already talked about it last week. I knew you guys really didn't all. Listen, I think that I'll, I'll say one more thing about the Super Bowl. I think it's an absolute disgrace and farce that the Niners are favored in that game. It's not going to happen. They're going to get blown out of anything. Patrick Mahomes, he's coming home with a trophy. Yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs he's going to Disneyland. Him. Andy Reid's going to go there too with him. And hopefully Brittany <laughs> Mahomes gets left behind. <laughs> okay. So for Cecily well, uh, Tynan, Jim Gardner, <laughs> I'm Seamus Doyle saying goodnight from the... What the hell is this? The Sandbox? Dude, I don't even know what the hell this is. <laughs> goodnight from Media, Pennsylvania. Oh shit. They know where we are now. <laughs> Da 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 da